This is the Squared Goal Podcast with Mark Morris and Jared Meruyama. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Squared Co. Podcast. I am your host, Mark Morris, and with me again, Mr. Jared Maruyama. Hello, Jared. Hello, Marco. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I was, I've, <laughs> I'm trying to get back to being clever with how I introduce you. Ah, uh, it's okay. That, that whole thing goes by so quickly. If I don't have it pre-planned, it's like, I'm not quick enough on my feet to come up with something in the moment. I think you should ask me a question at the top, like a regular question. Like, it's too hard to just say hello. Like, that's the goofiest part for me. Like, you should say, <laughs> hey, it's Jared. And, you know, how are you doing today, Jared? How are you feeling? What's the situation? What's the sitch, Wade? Something like that. What's the sitch? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, then I can answer something. But so we always have a different uh, catchphrase question for there you. There you go. There you go. I Did I do that? Yeah. I don't know how you would answer that question. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, there yes, you go. a resounding yes. Anyway, <laughs> um, I don't. I know that. I don't think if you go onto our SoundCloud page, I can see this logged in as like the I don't know admin mm-hmm. or user. But we have hit officially over thirty thousand uh, downloads for our podcast. Total. That's total. That's total. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine like getting no. that per episode? No, I bet I'd, you I'd be so there sad. are like the bigger ones probably get that. Yes. Oh, for and, sure. Like, that's like chump change. But oh, yes. I I mean, I'd it, be, to me. I'd be worried someone's like downloading this and teasing it and saying, you guys got to listen to this horrible thing and everyone's listening to it <laughs> <laughs> for that reason. Something's gone wrong. Uh, it is. So it is a little, I mean, I'm, I don't know if I'd say proud, but it's impressive that there have been that many listens to us rambling about nothing really. Yes. Um, I know that we've been doing this three years, four years. Is it three or four? Mm, must oh, be no. three. I think it's three. It's been, uh, yeah, we started, let's see, in, in June a few years ago, I think. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, three years. I just went back to the first episode. What was the first three episode? Years ago. S- Jared 17? Shore. Uh, 2017 though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 2017. Ah. So this is actually this is kind of like the three year anniversary because we did release the first episodes in June. Oh, really? Three oh, years good. ago. We actually we well, started we took recording a break. in April. We took a long break. We started. Too. We did take a year off, but. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Yeah. Um, I just thought I'd share that. That's Thank you, everybody, for listening. That's kind of, I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, no, it's very cool. And like before, we promised to get better, and we didn't. So we'll promise to get better <laughs> again. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I have more fun doing it, and that's all that matters yes, for now. Yes, of course. Of course. It is, you know, it, as cheesy as this might seem, I do, like, the biggest reason I like doing this and coming back is to have this regular connection and conversation with you. Oh, <laughs> yes, especially you now during uh, quarantine times. This is like my big social activity for the week. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so it was a, it was actually a party for you when we had Mike yes, and Cole on. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. What a fun time! Yeah, but that's that's all I've got. How's the, uh, the cereal uh, stuff coming along here? Oh, okay. I didn't know when you wanted to talk about that at the beginning or the end of this Well, episode, I think it's we going to be a bigger conversation. <laughs> we can jump into... So, all right. Here's... I actually started because I'm weird and crazy and methodical with a lot of this stuff. I created a Google document <laughs> to, like, get my thoughts in order for this thing. Right. I shared it with you. So, I have, like, all a list of cereals that I could think of that we might consider having in this tournament, if you will. And then I tried to break that down into sections. So this is like the issue that I have. And I know that you have strong opinions about the actual breakdown of the tournament bracket itself. Yes. So I would like to have it be sectioned off as like a fruit category, a chocolate category. I know that whether you agree or not, you don't like that that's going to put some heavy hitters up against each other early in the tournament. Um, But my... The reason I want that to happen is that, like, at the end of it, you can say, 
this is the number one fruity cereal. This is the number one chocolate yeah, cereal. Yeah, no, they that's all what, went I, up against each other. I agree with that. I agree with that. What I didn't like was a uh, random list where you're like, at the, oh, the very okay. first thing is tricks like, versus so, you know Captain Crunch. Like that knocks somebody if, out way too early. That should be one of the last brackets. But having doing it this way by like fruit category, you could put fruity pebbles against Fruit Loops right. or tricks in the first match, and one of them are going to be out. Right, right, but that's that's eliminating within a smaller pool, because yeah. then after that, what do you get? Then it's like it's like when we did the Cartoon Network thing; things just skyrocket to the top because, right. of course, after it wins this thing, it just takes them all. They're, right. So it has so, to win its local bracket before it goes to the national bracket. <laughs> <laughs> so, like the fruit and chocolate, those are pretty easy to get and uh, like fill that section out with. Yeah. Um, we either have to have four or eight per category. I think fruit and chocolate are the only ones where you can fill up to eight. So we're probably going to have to go with four and this being a 16 cereal total tournament. So we'll have to categorize cereals into four bra- or four categories and have four cereals per category. Mm. So we have fruit and chocolate. I think those are fine. Um, the, uh, now I'm left with what are the other two? So like we've got Captain Crunch, we've got Honey Nut Cheerios, we've got Lucky Charms. How do you categorize all of those kind of miscellaneous ones into just two, uh, categories or groups? Oh, so we need a total of four categories, you mean? Yeah. So there's the fruit and chocolate, which are pretty taken care of. I have no idea how to categorize the other ones. Um, yeah. And we have to have four existing within them. So we're looking at eight cereals total broken down into two groups of four. Hmm. Yeah. So I have like a running list, but like we c- f- flakes is easy because, but those are so boring. So I don't want to have a flakes category because then we're forced to have like, I don't know, Frosted Flakes is the only halfway decent flake cereal well i think like honey Um, bunches of oats which is in there that's a that's a flake cereal i i think we're going to have look we we kind of already (laughs) know what the final groups are going to be you know so if you put in a crackling oat brand in there it's not going to do well but i think it has to be in there the the hard thing is it's just two of us unless we're going to have people vote on this i don't know what are you what are you thinking so i was thinking that we do an episode dedicated to a category. So if there's four per, we'll have we'll get all of we'll get to the end of the fruit section of the bracket down to one. And then we'll go to the chocolate section the next episode, get that down to one, and then the other two categories, and then we'll be left with the final four, and that'll be like the finale. But are people voting on this or what are we or is it? So just it'll us? be I think Every episode will be us and maybe one other guest. So then there's, we'll do that. And then in social media world, I'll create a bracket that you can uh, vote on via our stories. Mm. So there'll be like the podcast winner and then the Squared Go followers winner. Yeah. 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 So that way people can participate and like we might have do something fun by having like a guest tiebreaker uh, or something like that. I guess maybe you can do like a, like an oat corn thing and then like a, either a miscellaneous or like, you know, like Rice Krispies doesn't fall into any category. Right. So that's that like, the, in there. I think the last category, we should just have a catch all where it's like miscellaneous. Cause What's hard is there's so many variations, like Cheerios has so many variations now, but is it even worthy of putting fruit? Cheerios right. into the fruit category because that's so close to Fruit Loops. But then right? it's like Captain like Crunch Applejack has like a peanut butter, so that just so, can't okay. get lumped into Captain that, Crunch. I made some potential rules that I want to discuss with you too. Yeah. So I will read through them like line by line, and you tell me how you feel about. Oh it. Oh my god, how many are we doing here? It's it's pretty quick. Okay, it's pretty okay. quick. Okay, and some of them kind of overlap. So these first two go together. Must be currently available to purchase. Okay. So the idea behind that is I want to actually eat them. be able to eat them. Yeah. And if people want to participate, they should be able to go and pick them up. Um, with that comes 
no bootleg flavor, yes. so you can't yes. get like fruit circles instead of fruit loops. Right, of right? course, never do. <laughs> and then it can't be a discontinued or limited edition or seasonal thing for you know the same reasons. Right. This one, uh, I feel like you'll have an opinion on this. So I'm I want to experience them and eat them like next to each other as you eat or as we go through this whole bracket. Yep. So I. Every bout, if you will, or matchup, I'm going to sit down and have like a bowl of this one, then a bowl of that one yep. to see which one's better. So this rule I uh, wrote down, can't judge from memory, must eat cereals for matchup in same sitting. So I'm going to do that. I don't know if we need to make that an actual rule well, an or how you system. feel about it's that. It's an honor system kind of thing. What are you going to do? <laughs> Because, well, like, look, you're going to find out how my life is here very quickly. I have so <laughs> many boxes of cereal in my uh, cupboard. So maybe we should uh, share it. Uh, you know, I'll eat a bowl and then give you the. Oh, for the sure. We definitely should because um, it's going to get ridiculous really quickly. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So this one goes back to what you're saying about Captain Crunch having so many different variations and flavors. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to like explain this, but I said no more than two cereal flavors from the same air quotes family. Mm. So like you wouldn't have Captain Crunch traditional, Captain Crunch with berries, Captain Crunch all berries, and Captain Crunch peanut butter. You would pick two from the Captain Crunch family to be represented in this bracket. That's interesting. And then like that would yeah that would go into the Cheerios as well. Like you can't have Honey Nut Cheerios, regular Cheerios. Frosted Cheerios, multigrains, blueberry. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd pick like the two that, I mean, maybe it would just be boiled down to honey nut because that's like the most popular. I don't know. How do you feel about limiting the number of flavors from each family? I, you know, I think it's a very few selection of cereals that have the option to do it um, that aren't sort of seasonal things or, or just a color change or something like that. Uh, Captain, the, the the hard part is really Captain Crunch. That that's that's posing yeah, the real problem here because peanut butter Captain Crunch is very much a flavor unto itself. It's not like regular Captain Crunch at all. It's not just a play on that. Mm -hmm. It's a very different thing. Um, and because these are so big, you know, it's not like people don't know about these. Like everybody knows about these. The difference between Life and Cinnamon Life, nah. You know, not not that big of a an issue, but these other ones have become so popular. Um, even with Lucky Charms, I'd say you'd have to just go with regular Lucky Charms. The only other thing I was thinking of was marshmallow-based cereals, but there are actually very few. If we're taking the monster cereals out of the out of the game, right? Then the rest become very was, like seasonal. Yeah, yeah, that was a controversial decision too, because I know those are like wildly popular. Uh, the I'm talking about the monster cereals that come out yeah. seasonally through like Halloween season. I guess I mean if we really want to, we can do a sub tournament or as you love a round robin <laughs> for just the uh, the monster, the monster cereals. cereals. We can do that in October or something. Yeah, it's only the three though. Um, the other two aren't even available. I was, yeah, I was just gonna say they don't even have the full lineup anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're kind of all similar um, anyway to me. Yeah. Yeah, they. I mean, they're all. They all are marshmallows, right? Yeah. I think no. Fruit Brute doesn't. One of them doesn't have. Oh, a really? I thought they all had doesn't? marshmallows. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Fruit though, to be honest, very hard to find. Yeah, I don't think they've released it for. They did release it. Yeah, a couple of years back, but yeah. How do you feel about? Okay, so I know that there are some eccentric fans that exist. That have like stockpiled these or like save old cereal boxes and old like collectory kind of yeah, foods. Yeah, yeah. How would you feel about eating some of these like no more discontinued cereals? Would you ever consider if we were able to get our hands on like let's say the fruit root for example? Um, what's your like cutoff date? Because there's so much preservatives and like stuff mm. that'll keep them safe over the years i think you'd quotes. be surprised i've had cereal go bad because i have so much like uh when pink donut cereal came out and i loved it uh, i mm -hmm. bought multiple boxes and i kept one at one ended up staying for um just over a year and when i but did if you eat it, it i it did i opened it and it was stale right but if you keep it closed no no, no. i opened i it was closed and then oh. after a year later i opened i thought well maybe it's still okay 
So I tried it. And I'm like, oh, it is stale. I was surprised. I thought, oh, there's oh, so weird. much sugar. Yeah, that is very surprising. And it could depend on the cereal itself, uh, what's in it and stuff hmm. like that. But it was, I was so sad because I thought, oh, for sure, it'll be fine. Like, because even kind of stale cereal, like we've all eaten like, you know, when you open a bag and it, you kind of eat it too late and you're kind of like, eh, right. it's kind of okay. Like, I don't feel like it goes bad, bad. It just gets stale, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, um, okay, like if so you've had something that's been like, oh, we had this in 1989, you know, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> back to the future cereal. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to. Right. Or that. like the uh, I think Turtles had yeah. a popular cereal. Turtles keeps coming um, up, though. Turtles always. Yeah. But most of those gimmick um, cereals like the Star Wars cereals, they're all the same. It's like. Right. Yeah. They, they just repackage yeah. existing cereal brands. Yeah. Or like reshape them, whatever. Them, yeah. Um, okay, another rule, no redundant cereals, which I think is would be expected. So like we wouldn't put Cocoa Krispies against Cocoa Pebbles because that's kind of the same. But cereal, I think that's like a good very, one because that's what you're doing. You're eliminating the weaker of the two and that's even ground. That's the most even ground it should be. But if we have four, only four chocolate slots open, do we want to have a redundant? You see what uh, I'm saying? If we have more than enough to fill right the bracket i'll have to take a look at that bracket <laughs> do you remember so speaking of like the marshmallow ones the alphabets cereal mm-hmm. alphabets so it was, yeah yeah it was basically lucky charms and then they had like a frosted version right sans uh marshmallows yeah yeah that i don't know why but that my parents or my mom bought that over lucky charms I, maybe it was the cheaper option but like I um I remember having that a lot growing up versus Lucky Charms. Mm. Um and they I think the, that is a discontinued cereal. It's funny, I don't have a whole lot of like there are some core cereals I have memories of, but uh, that's about it. The only um sort of alternative one was strawberry shortcake cereal, which I loved. Had that fake artificial strawberry taste, very pink. Um, and I ate just a ton of it. And then we had to go on sort of a long car car drive. <laughs> and then I uh, threw it up, which was not great. Mm. And it was all pink. And so it's like, oh, my God, you have blood in your stomach. Um, <laughs> but yeah, strawberry shortcake cereal. Oh, what a fun much. story. Yeah, it's great. But that's, I love that cereal. I can still smell that artificial strawberry that, smell. Oh, that's fantastic. Yep. All right, so how do you feel about the rules overall? Do you agree with most of those? Yeah, I agree with those. I think it's really just going to come down to the bracket when I see the bracket. Like, I yeah. really want to line up so it's fair because, yeah. It's so the, the – we'll have to figure this out off air, but, like, I'm really – I'm having a difficult time coming up with those final two categories. Again, I think the fruity and the chocolate are – there's more than enough, and those are pretty easy to fill but the other ones to make them relatively well rounded and kind of even. Well, we could just uh, do uh, a more difficult. Uh, miscellaneous and a miscellaneous healthy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, but we don't want to include a healthy cereal. That's no, no, but fun. look, you put special K in there. That thing has no chance of surviving. But if we absolutely right, then, need uh, a fourth category or whatever, then you know, like the best yeah. we can vote on the healthiest cereal. Like if you're gonna eat a healthy cereal. Because <laughs> look at I guess Kicks, like would kicks count yeah. as healthy? Kicks would be uh no kicks would be on the corn oat. Kicks should go up right. against like that's, Captain Crunch and tricky. Crispix. <laughs> hmm. That's like checks though, basically. I love I actually oh, so speaking of checks, in the nineties, do you remember they had like a computer game Chex Quest. that I just it's back. I, yeah, I saw that they're like remastering it with and updating the graphics. So um, yeah, so this guy I follow who does all the food stuff, they sent him this awesome package of like the game and a t-shirt and and I'm like, see, that's what this I is why we get. need to get. Yes. We need to get our own little stupid food video know, channel going. I know you were talking shit on it last episode. Well, and look at you now. It's not that. It's not that. It's we're in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> uh hey i'm not saying we got to do it tomorrow hard to eat cereal through a mask all right <laughs> uh i told you what did be... i say i said we have to practice we're not even professionals at doing That's this true. on a microphone we if we're gonna be on video oh my god i'll be so stiff uh yeah but you know there are people that i'm not gonna say much or like point fingers but there are people i've seen in the youtube world that we cannot be worse than. Well, I will just say that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll um, see. Okay, so 
that's enough for cereal, but let's transition into a different type of cereal, which will be our what did you eat this week? Uh, you, I think you mentioned this in the last mm-hmm. episode. We, you purchased all of the salt and straw cereal flavors. Yes. Um, and you were nice enough to share two of those with me so far. And we did, we did cut them in half, cut the pints in half. Yes. It was actually like kind of cute, that pretty way, clean huh? cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a clean cut. Um, I didn't eat too much paper, so that's good. What did you do? And did you eat it? Did you eat it like a bowl? Like, did you just spoon it out or did you? Oh, I just ate it straight out of the half cut container. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I don't remember the actual like non-IP infringement flavor names. Peanut but butter there was... Captain Munch. Oh, you got it. Peanut butter Captain Munch, and which I will give you one guess as to which fla- cereal flavor that is inspired by. And pots of gold and rainbows. Also pretty easy to identify. So pots so. of gold and rainbows, it's the Lucky Charms one. It is at um, right. uh, the downtown Disney store has it regularly. I think for the other stores, it's a rotating flavor. And mm-hmm. I think you can always get the pints. That might be a recent thing. This is the first time I've had, to, you know, I'm at Disneyland before so much. I didn't have to order my right. ice cream like this. Um, so, yeah, those were the two. So I cut them so in half, you- sent them over, uh, just wrapped uh-huh. them in saran wrap, put them in a Tupperware. Very panicky about <laughs> getting them over there so they don't melt. It's unusually hot this week. Or Yeah, you're so funny because you live like, five the drive is like, Yes, it's just like less worst case scenario. I'd say like three minutes. Yes, 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 yes. That's if you hit all three. I of could the probably lines. walk it over, and it would still be okay. Right. I think so. That's so funny. When you actually handed it off to me, I got inside the house and started eating it immediately. I know, so. but I think you contacted me before I got home. You're like, is it like, the oh, peanut yeah, butter? I already one? ate them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, so I ate half of each of those, so I didn't eat the whole thing. I actually still have the remainder mm-hmm. in the fridge, which I am saving for who knows what. But anyways, the um, I ate them right away. I have some, I don't want to say strong opinions, but there's definitely one that I like a lot more than the other one. Mm. Um, did you eat these in any special way? Like, no, I don't know. No. So pots of gold Just, I've had quite a quite a few times at, at uh, mm-hmm. downtown Disney. So that one I'm, I'm very familiar with. Uh, I will say for that one, it's a good, <laughs> it's actually a good ice cream. They have better flavors within salt and straw. So I don't get it every time I get ice cream there because mm-hmm. I think some of the other more interesting flavors are better, but for what it is, I, I really like it. And they did come out with a, a, a company brand, uh, Lucky Charms ice cream, which I just ate recently too, uh, and oh, like an official yeah, Lucky yeah, Charms yeah. ice cream that you can buy from the grocery store. Yeah, yeah I saw that in Target. And this one is much better, just better. because I think salt and straw, their core stuff, is so much, so much better than, right. than store bought stuff. So um, from that perspective, I, I do like this ice cream quite a bit. I, I've what I'm finding though is that it depends on how much of the marshmallow you really do need the marshmallows in there to get kind of the full effect and the full taste of it. Right. Um, otherwise, it, it's like if you just ate the ice cream, it's a pretty subtle flavor. Otherwise, so I don't know. What did you think yeah, of that it's one? Ca- the so the thing with the Lucky Charms one, if you take just the vanilla, there is like a texture in mm-hmm. there. It's not just like frozen cream that'll melt in your mouth. There is sort of like a I don't know, like a gritty texture. I don't want it to come off like it's sandy or hard in your teeth, but there is a, like a subtle texture to it that I actually like because I don't like the plain ice creams. That's like a plain chocolate, plain vanilla. Oh, I, I need do. to have I some do. sort of things in there to chew on. So let me read you um, the description real quick from Salt and Straw. For this legendary Technicolor favorite, we hand sort the luck <laughs> from the charms, <laughs> steeping <laughs> the whole grain cereal in cream for that bottom of the bowl sweetened milk before stirring in mountains of rainbow mellow. So they're doing that uh, cereal milk. Oh, so it's the... Okay, okay. Yeah. So it's like... So uh, that's what you're getting yeah. is like the little dregs mm-hmm. of the cereal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's actually pretty cool. I like that. That they did that. Milk bar um, does that. Yeah. So Right. So you can get milk bar. They give you just the straight up the dregs and then you add your own milk to it. Anyway, so it tastes like Lucky Charms in ice cream form, mm-hmm. which was, I don't know what I was expecting, but it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Uh, I did really like it. And yeah, going back to what I was saying about having to have some sort of texture in my ice cream. 
I like having little chunks that it's like yeah. almost like a treasure hunt as you're eating it. So it's kind of fun to be able to scoop around and get these little hidden gems within the ice cream. Uh, the same reason I like to eat the Lucky Charms is fun to have like different textures and different bits in there. Yeah. So yeah, this yeah. was a really, really good representation of the cereal that it's inspired by yeah. in ice cream form. Yeah. So, okay. We agree on that one. You know, we did get it once at Salt and Straw and we got a weird batch where we had literally like no marshmallows in it. Like, and I even asked, uh, I'm like, is this the, <laughs> is this the pots yeah. of gold one? And they said, yeah. So it was a lot of just the cream ice cream, which was good, but just kind right. of sweet. So it's like, it seems like more abstract if you don't have those weird marshmallows in there. Cause let's face it, right, those, right. those aren't marshmallows. Those are, like (laughs) crunchy sugar you know what i mean then they get kind of stale in the ice cream so yeah but it definitely adds a a texture to it so yeah i'm but i'm a big fan of this one i i do like this ice cream uh the other one was the captain peanut butter captain crunch or peanut butter captain munch yeah um so i love 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 peanut butter like almost everything Mm -hmm. if it's peanut butter flavored or even like a hint of peanut butter, it automatically gets some extra points for me. So out of the two, I liked Lucky Charms. I loved the peanut butter one. Oh, you did? And yeah, so going back again, I like having the texture. The marshmallows, are like once it's in the cream of the ice cream, it it's not as crunchy as you would eat it in a cereal. It right. gets a little bit stale. Not stale, but like squishy, yeah. and like soft yeah, yeah, yeah. within it. Um, so that experience is a little bit different versus the... Captain Crunch one, it's once you get to the bits in it, you can have like a it's like a crunchy texture that I enjoy in my ice cream. So again, like I always have to have some sort of a a topping or a texture in it. Um, and I love peanut butter, so check there. And then it has the great texture in it. So so the salt this one and, I love the salt and straw uh, description is we've taken what we love best about PB Captain Crunch. And amplified it into a peanut butter triple threat. Bold oat milk ice cream, crackly cereal clusters, and peanut butter bites enhance the sweet, nutty flavor. I, I did like this yes. one. I don't I don't get the strong cereal connection other than the texture, I guess. You know what right. I mean? And and that's yeah, partly in due to the flavor of the cereal. It's not a distinct flavor. It's a it's an artificial peanut butter flavor. Yes, yes, yes. So from that perspective, I do get a, it's obviously a strong peanut butter flavor. I think this is a great base ice cream. So like if you were to put like chocolate on it or like, uh, like make a sundae out of it and put like bananas or something, I think that would be great. Like, I think this needs something else to sort of churn it. Like it took, put it over the edge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And not like over the top, like it has to be something ridiculous, but Outrageous. there's something sort of like a plain peanut butter taste. To this i do like the texture though the, right. the the fact that it maintains a crunch within the ice cream is is fantastic mm. um, so i agree with what you're saying it is basically a peanut butter ice cream with some chunks in yeah. it but i love peanut butter so that's enough for me um but i do i also agree with it doesn't really inspire it doesn't if you were to just eat this you'd say like oh this is a peanut butter ice cream with some peanut butter chunks right, in it. right so it's a funny flavor I would never, for them to choose yeah I wouldn't connect this to the cereal, whereas the Lucky Charms definitely tastes like an ice cream form of Lucky Charms. But I could see like um, there's yeah. no other option as far as Captain Crunch. There's no other option. Like if you just did a Captain Crunch flavored ice cream, I think that'd be very hard. Um, you you right. would just be too plain. You just you know it's a vanilla yeah. kind of general sweetness. I think they could do something with the Crunch Berries, though. but then I think it's going to end up being a little bit like the Lucky Charms one. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to go far enough away to. I don't know. I, I that's a, that was my thought too. Maybe a Crunchberry version. Um, well, I think just the color palette alone would have been cool if they did that. Mm-hmm. A Crunchberry ice cream. Um, so they would have to amp up the the fruitiness because the cereal isn't really like a real fruit flavor. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That might be a tough one too. It's an artificial fruit flavor. Um, so I did those specifically because they were kind of the mellower. I assumed they were going to be the mellower too. The next two for next week are going to be snap and crackle marshmallow treats, which I'm really excited about. I think that's a good idea. And, uh, it's a cinnamon toast crunch one. I can't find the description of it. It's ancho chili 
Cinnamon. Yeah, you texted me that and auto-corrected to nacho. I was I like, what the hell? Nacho chili flavored ice cream. I know. It's crazy. So um, that's not out of the question for them, though, right? They're pretty crazy. Yeah, that's true. I cannot find it in here. It's a, I think. That's all right. Save it for, save it for next yeah, week. Yeah. When so we, we have that it. one next week. So those will be the next two for that one. Is there anything else uh, you want to say on these before we move on? Uh, nope, I'm good. Have you eaten I... a lot of salt and straw? Like, do you have a favorite kind of like I don't, ice cream brand or type or i think this is my first experience what? with salt and straw oh my gosh <laughs> yeah i mean so in general i am not a huge ice cream fan yeah to be honest oh really so oh. like it's it's good and i enjoy eating it but of all of the like dessert and junk foods i don't think i would ever Cause I'm pretty selective or like, I don't go out of my way to eat junk food or like dessert stuff a lot aside from donuts. So like, yeah, I would rather much rather go get a donut or a cookie versus ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would agree. Um, it tends to be like, I prefer to eat it out at a place. Like I don't like buying a bunch Mm. of stuff and having it in the house. Cause I know then I'll be like lazy eating or bored eating and I'll be like, Oh, (laughs) I'll do that. But it is nice. Like Uh, when you get certain cookies to do, or like your waffle thing, like to do stuff with it is, is kind of nice. Oh yeah. Speaking of waffles. So I did have an ego the next day Yeah, and I put, I tried, I cut it in, I cut it in half. So I had half with the lucky charms, half with the, the peanut butter one. Wow. Um, you really got some such legs a fun, out of this little tiny half pint. Such a fun uh, little experience. Yeah, see? I'm So like when we had Mike and Cole on, Cole talked about um, when he got the that Ecto Cooler drink. Yeah. And he was flooded with like memories and nostalgia. Uh, it's, it's so weird that Food. flavor can have that af- impact. I immediately got rushed back to my childhood home. Yeah. Like I could see me eating this meal. I say meal. It's like yeah. the most ridiculous thing. But eating this uh, treat, if you will, at my childhood home. Like I could see the, my kitchen, my table. Uh, it was a pretty interesting experience. That only happens to me if it's obviously that. something like so the problem for me is I eat so much shit and, you know, I'm... <laughs> I'm doing that stuff where, you know, when it, you were a it's kid, all blurred. <laughs> you said you would eat everything when you were older, when you could, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm granted they're only just on cheat days, but still like so because I'm such a nostalgia junkie, like it's kind of never mm-hmm. gone away. A lot of <laughs> a lot of the stuff. Right. So what I do get, though, is like sometimes I'll get random smells. So in the same way that you mm. get flavors, I'll get a smell. And for some reason... Like there's a plant or something that smells exactly like my grammar school. Like, and it's amazing how like it just takes you right back to like, oh my gosh, this was like late afternoon recess when it was hot and you kind of didn't want to be outside, but you had to be for recess. Like it's like things like that where it's very specific and it's crazy how that can triggers. Yeah. Like so hardcore, you know, like, yeah, it's amazing. That's awesome. Like the way that playground smelled, you know, like those metal, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can like I'll get a smell of that on something else and be like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what the slide smelled like at our school and <laughs> that kind of stuff. So weird. I was gonna say I, I'm kind of jealous that at least based on his description, Cole was like, Oh, I got flooded with all these memories and like going back to the cartoon because he associated that with the Ghostbusters cartoon. Mm-hmm. For me, <clears throat> eating this this ice cream waffle was very specific to just, you know, this this home that I had growing up and not like an activity. So it the memories kind of ended there, but it was still fun to experience that like that flood of memories just coming back with something as simple as a bite of this tree. What's good about that is when it takes you unexpectedly. So what's lucky for Cole right. is that it was effective. Like sometimes you think about it so much yeah, yeah. and then you get it and you're like, oh, I just like this because I was a kid. Like, you know, that's pretty shitty. <laughs> Um, but (laughs) so like, that's always sad when you're disappointed at the, uh, at it. So, right. Well, I mean, I, when he was telling that story, I was like, oh, that's weird. I don't think I would ever have that sort of experience. And then like a a week later I had my own. So I was actually pretty, a fun and unexpected uh, thing that happened as a result of this ice cream. So thank you for being a part of it. Of course, of course. (laughs) 
Uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about that you ate this week? Uh, I was trying to think if there was anything weird. No, I did get a lot of you, questions about the Dunkaroos, though, immediately. People ooh. wanting to know, was that a 7-Eleven exclusive right now, or or is it coming? So right now, it as far as I know, it is. I know it's going to be available. I think like the next phase of this release is going to be in Walmarts. And then I'm assuming it's going to go back into regular production mm. and like hit your local supermarkets. Yeah. But they announced the for um, now, Dunkaroo cereal too, which is very exciting. Yeah, I saw that. As far as I know, it's um, just at 7-Eleven, but it will be in Walmarts. And then I'm assuming, again, it's going to reach other outlets mm. and your regular grocery store. I, I hate answering those questions, not, not out of like being sort of mean, but just... Like it's so regional, a lot of this As stuff, if, and then people are kind of mad when you say, "Oh, it's at Walmart." Like, I haven't seen it there forever. I keep looking, you know, and then I find out I'm wrong or something like that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like you're a brand ambassador, so but like, people, it, you know, it's silly for them to have those expectations and like people want to have that. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, I, it is. It is easy to be mad at you, though. I will agree yes. with him on yes. that. Well, it's always, <laughs> I always think like, hmm, you know, it's so easy just to do a web search real quick. You could probably, right. <laughs> you could probably find like, out. That. But I get it. Uh, I get it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the only thing that else that I want to talk about eating that you gave me actually, you gave me this as well. This is the lemon Kit Kats. Oh, okay. So okay. yeah, it's so funny. You are like my window to all of these Kit Kat flavors because. I don't think that I would ever purchase them on my own. Not that I'm like against them, but like, you know, like you said with Skittles, you don't really go out of your way to purchase them. Right. I don't think I would ever purchase a Kit Kat. And uh, so, yeah, all of my experiences with these mm -hmm. fun alternative flavors have been through you. I will say it wasn't bad, but I will never go out of my way to try the lemon crisp Kit Kat. Mm. It was weird. It was a, again, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't. Wasn't good either. Oh, um, see, I really yeah. liked the lemon. I mean, not as much as the birthday eh. cake, but I did like the lemon, actually. The birthday cake was, like, surprisingly good. I was very surprised how much or, like, how into it I was. Um, yeah. Because normally it's, like, just, uh, it's okay. It wasn't bad. But the birthday cake one was, like, oh, man, this is fantastic. And then the lemon one was, uh, yeah, I would maybe give it, like, a 5 out of 10. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think it depends on what you, I think. I think there are people that are sort of a lemon like group. Right. You know, like because yeah, yeah. it's not a it can't be put in the same category as chocolate. Um, so I think. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, it's like, you know, you love the birthday cake flavored things. I love peanut butter. I'm sure there's people that are like more they lean towards or gravitate towards lemon flavored mm -hmm. things. Makes sense. It's kind of an old person thing. Old people like lemon things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is and it? I don't. That's what I. The am. only old people flavor that I think of is the Werther's, and that's like that's just become a like a trope or like yeah. a stereotype at this point. I don't even know any old people that like Werther's. That's just a thing that people. Well, say. old people always have like hard candy. It seems like, um, or those strawberry candies that are that look like strawberry. The wrapper looks like strawberry. <laughs> right. Yeah. It has like the goo in the middle. Yeah. 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 Those are kind of a joke as old people candy too. Uh, yeah, I don't even know where you get those from. <laughs> Although kids these days don't like chocolate as much as we did. Like they just like the gummy, sour, crazy stuff. Like they're less interested right. in the Hershey bars or Snickers or things like that. So maybe that's I our would guess old that that, that that goes to like your your pa their parents though, because as a kid you're gonna like whatever sugar is given to you. So like I would feel like that would be dictated by your parents more. Well, I like think what you have available. I think it becomes your friends. Cause then you, you have Maybe. things at school and then you're like, I need to get these, like, you know. Oh, you know, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But like, so when I was a kid, and I'm sure you as well, like as time goes on, parents are getting like more and more strict. Like we could go outside and just play and come back. Yeah for dinner and like your parents have virtually no idea where you were yeah. but it, like just assume <laughs> you'll come back eventually right i know so like Very different time we used to ride our bikes down to like the local liquor yes. store which was probably like a mile away yeah. like that's unheard of now so i would have like my pocket full of change and just buy whatever junk food candy was on display yeah. there yeah, yeah so i guess that makes sense you know but i don't know like are kids even allowed to do something like that today i i i mean not not that either of us have kids to like 
you have a real opinion. But even on if that. I had kids, I don't. I wouldn't let my. I wouldn't let the kids do half of the things. I, like <laughs> the difference was we had all this freedom, and I didn't do shitty things. You know, like, and then I don't feel that that's, you know, like we could do whatever we want, but we didn't go breaking windows or like slashing tires or something (laughs) awful like that, or, you know, trying to get alcohol or something. We were, it was so, it seemed so innocent back then. Whereas now it seems like they're exposed to so much more or there's different variations of it. I don't know. But like, I'm like, how were, when my generation, we didn't hear so much about kids dropping dead from peanut allergies or, um, oh, gosh. you know, all these food allergies that it was very rare. It seemed unless we just didn't know about it, you know, like, yeah, but it's such no a idea. dangerous thing. I know they existed, but now there's a, there's a more of a universal Heightened awareness. Yeah, like everyone has yeah. to know that these three kids with the peanut, because if you bring, if you even bring it to class, it can be, right. it can be dangerous. Um, so I don't know. It's just, it's amazing. Or like we'd fall off and you'd come home all cut up and it wasn't a big deal, <laughs> yeah. but now it seems like everything's more of a big deal, which it probably should. We shouldn't have been riding our bikes on busy streets <laughs> to the liquor store to get, uh, uh, but yeah, to get our cigarettes and lottery tickets. But I will say kids, kids, uh, they've adapted to this new way very much. So I, it doesn't seem like they're unhappy with a lot of these rules. Well, like they're, they're so, they're I mean, the good and bad like of it that. is, yeah, that kids are, they're finding that community that I had, like with the neighborhood kids in virtually, it seems like, mm-hmm. like they have uh, like online friends are, I don't want to say more important, but like it seems more of a thing than your neighborhood friends. I think neighborhood friends are kind of gone because it feels like everyone's living in such right. different areas. Like it's not that you're, you know, there's a group of five houses that all have kids the same age. Um, I, it seems everything's more scheduled. Like we're, right. we're going to take you over to your friend's house from this time to this time exactly. and bring you back. Yeah, yeah. Whereas before, my parents would be like, "When it starts getting around dusk time, you should be back for dinner." <laughs> you know, like we'd be in uh, trouble. When I ring we this triangle, back. you better hear me and come back for supper. Seriously, my dad would come out and whistle. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and then we knew it was time to. Like, cause it's summer and, you know, it's not dark until like late. So you couldn't tell. <laughs> we didn't have iPhones then. Yeah. So we're going to move on to what did you watch now? I don't have anything exciting for this for today. Um, mm-hmm. So what I ended up watching was stuff we already talked about. So like I finished. More of the same. Right. Like I, I'm almost finished with upload. I watched another couple episodes of Space Force. I does it get any better? Is it is it worth it? Space I would Force? say no, but yeah, I feel like I'm pot committed and should see my way through it. Just finish this season. Pr- sure. if, if they do a second season, I probably won't pick that one up, but I'll finish this one. Uh, Dead to Me season two. I like surprisingly. So I've talked about this a lot with the Netflix trend where season one's great. Season two is OK. And then I fall off by three. For Dead to Me, it's actually season two, better. I think, is way better than the first one. And it, like, enhances mm. the story overall. So mm. um, for whatever that's worth. And then the other one, Upload. So we've talked about that, like, on two other episodes. Or, yeah. Wouldn't you agree with me on Upload, though? Like, it's too into this story, right? Like, it's, the story is overly involved. So I am different, though, because I am, uh, I don't know. I'm like, oh. I don't want to say I'm embarrassed to admit this, but like I like the little romance story in it, and I I oh, like no their the story. romance story is fine, but this whole thing about his death and, and everything, I'm like, oh yeah, I don't really that feels like it should have thrust of it, yeah. It should have been. I liked it being f- more focused on the the relationship between the two main characters. I thought mm-hmm. that was cool. Um, yeah, but the ancillary stuff. Seems exploring the world is great i yes. like the concept of it a lot that is really cool like this i don't know afterlife air quotes um and i feel like they're exploring this idea a little bit more in pop culture the san mm-hmm. junipero and they've had a couple other black uh black mirror episodes that deal with this this concept it's fun to see kind of a sci-fi like a realistic sci-fi take on what our future might 
have in store for us. It's um, it's a little like weird and dangerous though because they're setting this in like early 2030s. I think it's like 2033 is when. So yeah, it's yeah. only like 10 years away. Um, where like they had this issue with, I don't know if it's an issue, but like a space odyssey is supposed to be happening in 2001, and then Back to the Future. A lot of that happened, in, I think, 2015, and like. It's weird to me to make these like technology claims that you know you're going to be alive for. So like mm. when you rewatch this after that, it won't really it'll feel like a weird fake false future and like but almost feel dated. So like if you watch Back to the Future 2, that still all of the stuff that happens in the future like feels like the 80s. Right? Mm. Like I feel like this show might fall prey to that as well like once we get although i will say the simpsons have done very well <laughs> but it's a little bit easier to get away with it in cartoon form right because you don't Predicting have to like materialize future. it in a 3d sense you it's yeah. more the concept when you are dealing right. with animation um with the sh like shows and movies it's like you see the f the fleshed out version of what it is and it's either like right on the money or way off most of the time yeah. it's like way off yeah right <clears throat> of course but yeah it's kind I mean, of fun I, to see the simpsons play with that idea and kind of hit it on these, the nose these kind of shows are built for now though these are you know these are not built to be like oh you can watch this in 50 years like mm. especially these kinds of shows i think something like the office you can watch in the future and it'll still probably hold up right pretty good uh fashion wise otherwise um <laughs> but yeah, so something like this, it, that's the fun of it, is that it's playing into the future. I think what, what's necessary for something like Upload, though, is that it has to feel relatable. It can't be two Jetsons. Otherwise, it's like, <laughs> oh, this is completely abstract. It has right. to feel like a little this technology is sort of like, yeah, like we could see this technology happening. Um, so I think that's more interesting. I'd wish they'd go into to that stuff more like conceptually of a look mm. what we're going through right now this could be very much the start maybe not immediately but the start of this concept of uh the alternate reality or the virtual reality world because we can't leave our houses right so we all just log into this thing who knows what we'll look back on this time period and say like oh this is where this idea came from yeah. because this virus thing keeps happening every year so people are just staying home they do know. have versions of that but it's it's not as like streamlined as it was in the show where it's like in the show they present it as if you your physical form and your body gets transported to this place now it's now like, your your reality gets right you're, right you're downloading your reality yeah so yeah. now it's like you can exist in a community with other people and members but it's you're looking at it through your TV screen or your computer screen. So there's like a separation there. What they do in the show is make it like you're actually literally yes, there. Yes, you're living because your your physical body is gone. I so would like yeah. to see a version of that. That would be kind of fun. Um, yeah. Who knows? It is almost exactly the same concept as San Junipero or San... I yeah, yeah. San, San Junipero. Junipero, yeah. Um, it's it's the same it's the same concept it, yeah but you can upload yeah. your consciousness to a, a thing before you die yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, okay so i watch speaking of staying on the retro thing on apple tv and let me say there's very little on apple tv <laughs> right now <laughs> I, I don't even know if it's worth it for as cheap as it is right now i don't know maybe it's good to be on board early in case something happens um they rebooted uh, Amazing Stories. Steven Spielberg uh, executive produced uh, another. Did you watch this show ever? It's probably too old for you. No, um, but I would. Well, talk about the the new one, and then I've got something to. We'll we'll veer off in another direction. But go on. Um, it's exactly like the original show, which is pretty great. Like I was watching something. Like, oh, this. The tone feels exactly the same. Same kind of stories. Um, you know, it's an anthology series. It's like a Twilight Zone thing where each each episode it's, yeah. is its own contained story. Um, it, there's a... Hmm, I don't know if it's on purpose or not. There's a similarity between them all. Um, and I don't know if they picked like a theme to go with. It's a loose one. It's not like they connect at all. They don't. Yeah. But just the themes of it seem very similar some are way more successful than others. None of them knock it out of the park like What's, uh, Black what, Mirror What is does. the the theme, like the overall theme or like the theme? Uh, I don't want to talk about it in case someone okay. wants to watch it. I mean, it's very like 
Yeah, just a, it's like a human theme. But okay. then it's like, how can you explore this in different ways? Within there's some time travel stuff and things like that. Um, but it kind of repeats in, in a Is, few episodes. Do you have to view it in episode order, or can you kind of jump around? I did because I was afraid Something it was going to build, or, or like you'd see other characters, and nothing that I saw um, played into that. Like I didn't mm. see anything where you know it would benefit to watch it in in order. But again, there's no uh, there's no advantage to not doing that. I think they're also even. Um, right, you could watch this at any time. Um, so you know, it was um, it was fine. I don't, <laughs> I don't feel compelled to watch it again. Some of the, again, it's like, um, some of the ideas were good, I think, but, um, you know, Black Mirror does it so well and they go, yeah. um, so dark, uh, and it's, and Black Mirror is so adult, you know, mm-hmm. uh, this one tries to be, I think more family, a little more in middle of the road. So it's less exciting, um, the outcome of the, the shows. Again, with a lot of these conceptual shows, it's like a great buildup and then they don't quite know how to end it in a satisfactory way. So to me, the ending is always yeah. that's key. So, um, so I wouldn't not recommend it. Like it's <laughs> for easy casual viewing, it's, I it's think, fine. Yeah, everybody is probably burning through all of the shows. So I think we're at yeah. a weird place where the the bar to try a show out has been lowered. Yeah, so... Uh, and there's only like eight episodes or something. Is that yeah, it's not short? a big commitment. Um, so I do like these anthology series a lot, though, uh, because, you know, it's like if Space Force, if I don't like the concept or how it's going, I kind of tend to drop it. Yeah. But with anthology series, you're like, well, maybe the next one's going to be better. Right. Uh, Black Mirror is consistently good. Even the ones that I don't care for as much, I, I still don't feel oh, like it was a waste of time. That one, those are all like almost like standalone movies. Those are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like the production value is so cool or like really good and then yeah. i love these like super interesting takes that they have for every episode on i think the overall like the through line is taking technology too far like where's yeah. the line yeah. for a certain type of technology um it poses a lot of like really interesting questions and like thought-provoking ideas uh but yeah overall that is kind of a a dark show too, but yeah. it's very, yeah. very well done. Very um, much so. Do you have any other watch things? Uh, no. I mean, I did watch a lot of other stuff constantly, but <laughs> no, <laughs> that was the uh, only kind of major thing that I, yeah, that I've I got it. Okay. So my goal for next week, I will try to watch something a little bit more substantial or like have more fun with this category. Cause this seems to be for me, at least like the mo the, the category that like lags the most. Um, Did you watch any of that Mandalorian stuff yet? Uh, I d- I've only seen the first two episodes. What but- is your problem? <laughs> uh, it's it's so not good that I- I'm avoiding it. I'm just saving it. Oh, I can't wait for those to, to come out. I think another one back. came today, probably. Oh, for that, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, let's see. So now we're on. What did you do? I will start and as... Yeah, I got nothing for this. What did I do? I watched stuff and I ate stuff. That's what I did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fun. So the world is slowly starting to reopen. Um, I haven't done anything crazy when like going out into like super public places or restaurants. However, my... So my brother is a physical therapist and... Oh, this is the worst. I don't know if you've ever had back problems, but Mm -hmm. periodically I will get back spasms and it mm. like it, it is paralyzing. Like there is yeah. nothing you can do that is comfortable. And this is probably the worst I've ever had them. Um, I'm actually wearing a brace right now and have like a foam roller thing behind my back to force me to it. sit up it. straight. And actually, the ice pack you delivered your ice cream for is lodged into my back brace. So I'm icing oh, my back. Good. Very good. With uh, this like foam roller back support. it's I'm a mess. Anyways, I went to my brother's clinic to get like an adjustment. Um, but it was like the, that's the first experience I've had like back into the world uh, away from the grocery store. I think the grocery yeah. store is like the only other exception. It's weird. Like there was a few other people in there. So it's a fairly decent sized clinic. There's other physical therapists that are like dealing with their own clients 
but it's like everybody has their masks on. They're all in like their own little corners. And it's not that people were cold to me or each other, but like you can feel that like, you know, this is our corner. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah keep back off you know what i mean so sure it was a it was an interesting experience to kind of get reintroduced to i don't know some sort of it was definitely not normal but like just going back into the real world hmm. yeah i would imagine i am not i am not ready to go back to the gym yet <laughs> so um i i am still like that even when i'm running outside i get i go around people and try to you know one it's because for them, like right. you don't want to be weird if they're weird. Uh, but two, I just feel more comfortable not not being in it. I, I think that's going to take a while for that to go away. And that's why I'm yeah. so hesitant to go back into any enclosed, like outside feels better, but in closed spaces like that, like the gym or like uh, the movie theaters or something like that, that, that worries me a little yeah. bit still. <laughs> it's weird that we're opening up again, though, don't you think? Like I, I kind of get like part of me gets it from a financial thing. Like, OK, we're just going to, you know, we're weighing these both sides and it's like we just got to open and then we just got to hope for the best kind of thing. Right. Um, but I, I'm curious to see how much how crowded things are. It's uh, I mean, time will only tell like you know, people are going to be kind of holding their breasts these first few weeks, few months even. Uh, we'll have to see like what the numbers look like in terms of like new cases. If there's a huge spike again, like a week or a month from now, you know, yeah. I think you said something about this before, but like people are just getting antsy and like they can't sit still. They don't want to stay at home. They're, they're ready to get out and uh, just no matter what, go back into the world. So, there's right, which is a terrible reason to open up, but right. because the cases, as predicted, are are starting to rise again, and I am sure are going to continue for some time. And um, yeah, so like Disneyland's opening in July, really. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm happy that it's opening again. I don't know how quick. I well, will they go back. so the good thing about them, they were like one of the first to close down in terms of like the big theme parks, yeah. and they, it looks like they're the last ones. To shut down. To so, or yeah, oh, to reopen. So I think, like, if you're looking at it, uh, keeping all these other businesses and more specifically the theme parks in mind, like they seem to be the safest about it, or like being the most cautious, which you definitely appreciate. Um, but again, like, we'll never, we won't know until we know, like, what the the outcome of all of this is going to be. So I think they did it smart because they can. Like there's nothing saying that they have to open July when they said they would. That's right, just like right. a proposal. Yeah. So they can sit back and wait at and see what Universal Studios, how they fare and some of the other ones. Um, and yeah. Then, I mean, I think there's a lot of stuff they got to do in the meantime, you know. Um, yeah. So it would be weird if all of a sudden it gets so bad that they decide they can't open. Right. But yeah, it's 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 kind of scary. Yeah. Um, the thing that is... Uh, I'm hesitant about going back to a place like that. Like it's fine. Like if Disneyland has all these precautions and like safety measures and recommendations, you, they can't force anybody to do any of these things. So I'm pretty mindful and like respectful on to other people and like how they may feel. There's no guarantee that anybody else is going to do that for you. So that's kind of where yeah, the issue lies right. is, is somebody going to be you just don't know how they're going to react so you know they can have stickers on the ground every six feet but that doesn't mean somebody's going to be work. on your back or yeah but i mean that doesn't knows. even i'm my my concern is even if they do that it's not enough oh right you know, that, that yeah i mean yeah. i don't think that is i mean sure it might be safer but it, if somebody's sick and they're a foot or six feet behind you i don't think that makes a difference right exactly so yeah i mean that's a to me, that's been the, the biggest struggle right. between what is, you know, the things that make people comfortable and things that are actually effective. So right. we'll, we'll see where that goes. But, you know, I, I'm happy that they're opening again, of course. Yeah. So I am very anxious to see what's going on for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, time will only tell. Yep. Ugh, but so that's all I have for this episode. Um, I think I'm hoping that we will get the serial bracket figured yes. out by the next episode um and we'll see 
I don't know how that plays out, but I'm hoping to oh, get I'm that. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm hoping to get I'll, that. I'll look at it closer this week and give you my professional opinion <laughs> on your bracketing system. I will. So we'll get that situated. I'm hoping that we can get uh, maybe a guest involved with this tournament. Uh, we'll see. But I definitely we're going to have fun with this for sure. And I'm more than excited. I want to be able to like have the the uh, our listeners participate in some way, too. So whether or not yeah, that's sure. like I think we'll, we'll we might split the bracket up and have like our on air version and then throw it out to our listeners and followers to see what, <laughs> who they think like we'll tally their votes basically to see we'll figure it out we'll figure what it out. <laughs> they think the the victor is or the the overall serial champion anyways um lots of rambling there thank you so much for listening that's it for today we will see you later 